0: What's up, beloveds? Happy Sunday. So today I want to get into the book of 1 Samuel chapter 18. But before we do, I want to pray before we slay. Here goes it. Heavenly Father, thank you for another Sunday. Thank you for your word that sets the captives free. We come to you now for discernment. I reduce myself... And humble myself to your anointing. Speak through me, Lord. Encourage the hearer that they would become a doer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Please forgive all of us of our sins and teach us to forgive those who've trespassed against us. Let us have a heart. Of compassion help us to continue to walk in agape love give us discernment through that still soft voice and nudge us when we need to be still when we need to wait on you when we need to stop doing and start listening Lord I ask that your angels would take charge over every listener on this podcast. May you protect them in their dwellings. They're going out and they're coming in. Help them preserve their life. Help them become more than what they even could perceive themselves to be. Show us who we are in you every single day continuing to mold us in the likeness of your son, Jesus Christ, we succumb to your transformative power. All these things I say in Jesus mighty name, amen and amen. All right, let's get into it and do it. You know what time it is. Mm -mm -mm. I feel like we should have like a theme. It should be like super Sunday. Okay. Super Savior Sunday. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so anyway, we are going to the book of First Samuel chapter 18. And today I'm actually gonna be in the NIV version. Okay. This is me making the complex simple for you, boo. So instead of the King James version, NIV, it just kind of gets to the point, you know, without all the loquacious speech and whatnot. So here goes it. After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David along with his tunic and even his sword, his bow, and his belt whatever mission Saul sent him on David was so successful that Saul gave him a high rank in the army this pleased all the troops and Saul's officers as well when the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistine the women came out from all the towns of Israel to meet King Saul with singing and dancing with joyful songs with timbrels and lyres as they danced, they sang. Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Mm. Saul was very angry. This refrain displeased him greatly. They have credited David with tens of thousands, he thought, but me with only thousands? What more can he get but the kingdom? And from that time on, Saul kept a close eye eye on David the next day an evil spirit from God came forcefully on Saul he was prophesying in his house while David was playing the lyre as he usually did Saul had a spear in his hand and he hurled it saying to himself I'll pin David to the wall but David eluded him twice are you guys hearing that that's jealousy rearing its head. That's jealousy. That's envy. I know you've dealt with this. That's why I really wanted to get into this world word today. Have you ever noticed how people switch up on you? They can switch up on you so freaking fast and you don't even know where this came from. Number one, let me work backwards from here. Because at the end, in this chapter... You see that it was God who sent an evil spirit to Saul. It was God. Yeah. God can alter the hearts of man for his purpose, right? Now, we know the story of David. We all know that he ends up being a great king, that he reigns for years and years. I mean, this man is successful. Everything he puts his hands to he is victorious in. And at this state in time, we get to see the evolution of that. Listen, new levels provoke new devils. Hear me when I tell you this, always keep your eyes open to how people are responding to you. Because when you start, oh my goodness. When you start making progress in your life, you will simultaneously create enemies. And these enemies don't have to be strangers. These enemies could be people that are paying you. People that you are actually working for. People that you are devoted to. This could be your best friend. The friend that you have been, like, you've been close to this person. You've been intimate with this person. You share your life story with this person. They know your ins and outs. You've been writing with this person for forever, since childhood. Whatever the case may be, this could be your lover. Somebody that you actually slumber with, that you have prayed with, that you have celebrated with. Keep your eyes open, my friend, because as you ascend, (laughs) you will not attract new friends. You're going to attract people that give you that side eye. When they notice how productive you are, when they notice the favor of God on your life, when they notice how other people favor and esteem you, oh my goodness, they're going to feel some type of way. Because what a lot of people do is they like to compare all the time. They like to compare themselves to you, to your anointing, to your friendships, to how people treat you. They literally instigate their own strife within themselves. (laughs) It's amazing. You've seen this too many times. I am sure of it. And that's why I always take a moment with every relationship and I continue to check in. How am I feeling about this person? Have I noticed any type of, you know, alterations in their behavior? Because generally, you will feel it once you start doing what God has called you to do and succeeding, boo. Success provokes envy. Now Saul, he didn't have a reason to be jealous. He was the king. But we know what the enemy likes to do as well. You see, we walk by faith. That's a virtue and power of God. But when you start walking by fear, and that's where Saul was, he was afraid to lose his kingdom to David. When you start walking in fear, listen up here, you are walking in the emotion of the enemy. And the enemy will always manipulate you as well as your perspective, boo. David wasn't after the kingdom. David, he was just so happy to do what he was doing, man. David was conquering everything. He was playing his part. His ambitions were not to dethrone Saul. It was genuine. It was sincere to serve him. But Saul, he grew angry and fearful and competitive. As a matter of fact, he put David on the front lines because he was hoping for him to die. Yeah, you know, go over here. Let's see you make it back. Oh, yeah, he made it back. That's the thing, man. If you got the favor of God on your life, can't nobody stop you. What more can man do unto me? I'm walking with Father. I'm walking with the great shepherd, the Lion of Judah. You can't touch me, man. And that's the thing. When you have favor with God, you will have favor with man. So David, even though Saul was trying to chase him down, I'm getting ahead of myself here. But in case you guys don't know this story, basically, there came a point in time where David had to flee the kingdom and he was running for his life. He was literally on the run from Saul and his soldiers because they were trying to kill this man they were literally trying to kill this man all because Saul grew jealous of David listen up here listen up here because here's the thing people in today's warfare, modern day warfare, they're not going to send chariots and horses and soldiers after you. This is why you have to be really careful and pay attention to how people respond to you. Because we don't fight against flesh and blood. No, no, no. We do not fight against flesh and blood. I have two black belts. I have one brown belt. I am literally (laughs) a sensei, a life long martial artist practitioner and I can tell you all of my credentials mean nothing because the warfare that throws me off, the warfare that gets to me, it's all metaphysical. This is spiritual warfare that you and I are dealing with. So if you notice that side eye from somebody if they switch it up on you if you feel that energy is off boo pay attention to that that's the holy spirit confirming something inside of you you are among an enemy this person is no longer your friend they will no longer support you and the type of warfare that is going to manifest yeah it's going to destroy you in a whole nother way they're gonna look at you and just see, hmm, huh, what can I do here? I wanna provoke this person. What What can I do here? I'm just not gonna support them. Oh, what can I do here? Yeah, maybe I'll ghost them. Ah, uh, you know what? You're fired. Yeah, guess, that's what they do. <laughs> So you have to be astute to the evolution of people's feelings towards you in your ascension. I have experienced this so many times in my life and people want to know why I keep to myself because I don't want you jealous of me. I don't want you envying me. Yes, I have the power of God on my life. I have an anointing in certain things. But guess what? I don't want to cast my pearls before swine because you were once my friend. And now the very pearls that I had shared with you as a friend, (laughs) you want to consume as swine. And then you spite me for it. Oh, yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah, she's OK. You ladies know especially what I'm talking about. You've had a friend that maybe I don't know. Maybe you got a promotion. Maybe you got a new car. God is blessing you. You're having an auspicious year. Your relationship is actually succeeding. And guess what? That triggers anger. (laughs) That triggers drama. It provokes people. Well, why are you happy? Why does everyone like you? Why are you successful in what you do? Keep your eyes open, my friends. people can switch it up on you in a heartbeat. Are you hearing me? Verse 10, the next day, an evil spirit from God came forcefully on Saul. The next day, all it takes is 24 hours for people to change up on you. I have seen this in the workplace. I have seen this in my family. I have seen this, I have experienced this. Even though my intention was loyalty. Even though my intention is being faithful. When people switch up on you like that, man, that same loyalty will consume you. David had to run for his life He had to run. Yes, God was with him. Glory to God. But when people, when they start to feel some type of way for you, man, their actions, they're going to pivot. And they are going to pivot hard and fast. And when they do, you have to decide what you are going to do. You have to escape that relationship. Because it will turn into bondage. It will anchor you. It will consume you. This is no longer your friend. Yeah, I, I, I figured you probably thought that this person was your friend. Because you guys were kicking it for a while. No, they're not. They're your friend as long as you're not doing better than them. As long as your favor doesn't exceed theirs. They will be your friend as long as they are superior to you. And that's the thing, boo. God has called you to go from glory to glory. That is your story. So the higher you go, On this journey, the higher your elevation in God, the less friends you're going to have, the fewer associates you're going to have, because you're going to create enemies. It is what it is. Keep your eyes open. Because it's the ones closest to you, the ones that you have been most faithful to those are the ones that feel some type of way those are the ones man when you look at human behavior and you look at different things like assault I'm just throwing this out there you look at different things like uh, domestic violence and whatnot that's not a stranger that's a homie (laughs) that's your mama yeah she tripping that's your girlfriend that's your boss when you look at when you look at different things that happen like assault it's always the person closest to the family member It's like, oh, yeah, I trusted him and, you know, we were cool and da-da-da. And all of a sudden, one day, yep, yeah, yes, all of a sudden, just like God has a suddenly, man does too, boo. And it's not always for you. It's not always going to work in your benefit. So keep that in mind. As God is refining your grind, you got to keep your eyes open and develop some some tough skin, man. Because here's the thing. I used to be that person always smiling in people's faces until I realized, yo, (laughs) the people that I smile at sometimes are the very ones who are waiting, hoping for my demise. But guess what? They can't take my anointing, boo. You can't be me and I can't be you. And when you look at that, you just appreciate your role. You see, I'm the type of person. I don't care if you're doing better than me because you still can't do my role. (laughs) It's for me. This is my assignment. There was nobody else that was going to be able to slay Goliath but David. That is what he was chosen to do, right? That's what he was chosen to do. (laughs) That's why I don't understand jealousy, boo, because I'm like, yo, you don't have what I have, and I don't have what you have. We are masters of our own craft, so don't look at my lawn, because then you might feel some type of way, because how my garden is laid out is a little bit different than yours. Yo, (laughs) you better... Yeah, relationships can be funny, honey. So with that said, thanks for tuning in once again. I hope you guys learned something today. I hope this message resonated with you. Keep your eyes open, boo. Be ready to let go of certain relationships. Know when it's time to exit stage left. Because when they give you that side eye, it's time to say bye-bye. (laughs) <laughs> i'll talk to you soon guys thanks for tuning in once again may god bless you always in fitness health and in spiritual wealth i am your girl bell fit and we are the black sheep believers have an amazing weekend ciao